The Luma Beast Rusty Knot hid behind a tree, chuckling as his younger sister Willa and his baby brother Ziggy searched for him. Ziggy was still in nappies, so he wasn't doing much but crawling in circles as he tried to catch a float fly, and Willa was looking down a bean bear hole. Rusty leaned against the tree. This was the best part of being the oldest. You could trick your siblings easily. It didn't hurt that at eight years old, he was great at duck and dash. And he was an awesome tree climber, considering that he and Willa and Ziggy and his parents lived in a tree house, high up in an ancient kookaberry tree its limbs twisting and twining into the sky above Dolphin Island. His life was as fun and free as it could be, and he didn't want it any other way. Dolphin Island was the only home he had ever known, but once upon a time his parents had lived elsewhere. They had left long before he was born and had made Dolphin Island their home. Papa was an inventor, always coming up with the most unusual gadgets. And Mama was a scientist who studied nature and animals. A zing bug tickled Rusty's ear, bringing him back to the moment to find both his brother and sister sitting in the paint Mama used to make her pictures of the island and pressing their painted butt cheeks on top of an old cardboard box that had rolled up in the surf from a far away place. They had been using the box as a fort until a long-armed quasi-doodle sat down on it to take a nap. Quasi-doodle slobbered in their sleep, and they snore pretty loud too. Yet, for how big they are, they are kind and gentle and live off the fallen leaves of the plentiful arcasia trees. Willa spotted him then. Look, Rusty, I've made the moon and the sun with my butt. Ziggy was gurgling in his now blue nappy as he plunked his bottom down on top of the cardboard. Nice, Ziggy Wiggy, Willa cheered. You made an ocean for my moon and sun to shine on. Just then, they all heard the cries of the Luma Beast who ruled the far north isle. The Luma Beast was huge and scared them when they had first met. But like the Quasi-Doodle, it was kind and gentle. Many days they had spent on back of the Luma Beast, exploring Dolphin Island and playing with the animals. Vine, Rusty commanded, and suddenly, cascading down through the leaves and limbs, came a long, sturdy vine. Willa jumped up, plunked Ziggy on her shoulders, and raced over. 
Rusty grabbed one side of the vine and Willa the other, and up and up and up the vine took them until they were at the very top of the kookaberry tree, where they could see the whole world. There, Willa pointed, the Luma Beast is stuck in the melting sand. Yes, Rusty said, and the birds of black are circling. The birds of black were never a good sign. Luma Beast was in trouble. Rusty wrapped the vine around Ziggy, who fussed. To Mama, Rusty commanded the vine. It began to lower, but Ziggy balked. Me too, me too. You're too young, Ziggy, Rusty said. Me too, Ziggy huffed, kicking at the vine, which gave him a little shake. Willa looked at Rusty. Then she grabbed her baby brother and said, Hold on! Ziggy clasped her tightly around the neck. Wings! Rusty called, and through the clouds swooped a mighty pair of wings. Iron arms clamped around their middles, and off they flew across the land towards the far north isle to help the Luma Beast. Rusty commanded the wings to swoop around the birds of black to scare them away, and then they all landed with a soft thud on the ground next to the melting sand. The Luma Beast looked up at them, struggling to free itself, the light in its eyes dimming. Before Rusty could stop her, Willa knelt down on the edge of the melting sand and reached her hand towards the Luma Beast's snout. She wanted desperately to soothe the scare animal and stretched further. Rusty caught her just before she tumbled into the melting sand. Willa, he scolded, we won't be of any help if both of you are in the melting sand. Willa stood, I know, but I can see the fear in his eyes. Rusty could see it too. The Luma Beast was too smart to not know where the melting sand was. How had it fallen in? Just then, the trees rustled and a small snout pushed through the leaves. Baby! Ziggy shouted with glee. The baby Luma Beast edged further out, but the large Luma Beast blared a warning. He's trying to keep the baby from the melting sand, Willa said. It will surely die if it does, Rusty replied. We have to keep it away. As Rusty said those words, he noticed Ziggy toddling over to the baby Luma Beast. Willa smiled. Seems Ziggy knows what to do. Rusty nodded. Now, let's get his papa out of here. How? Willa asked. He's far too big for us to pull him out. Rusty thought for a moment. Perhaps the wings? He looked toward the sky and saw them fluttering there, keeping the birds of black away. Their clamps will not be able to go around the Luma Beast, Willa said. Papa made them for our size. Yes, Rusty acknowledged. And the Luma Beast's weight would be too much for even both pair of wings to carry. The Luma Beast cried out. It had sunk further into the melting sand. 
only its head and trunk were now visible. Rusty looked around desperately, then exclaimed, I've got it! He dashed towards the nearest Arcasia tree. Wings, he called. In a second, the mighty wings soared to his side. I need you to grab that limb and bring it as low as you can. You can do it, Wings, Willis said with an excited clap as the wings pulled against the strong limb, slowly bending it down towards the Luma Beast. Reach up, Rusty shouted to the Luma Beast. It tried, but it was too exhausted from fighting the melting sand. Rusty, he's sinking, Willa exclaimed. Reach, Luma, reach! Ziggy, Rusty called. From behind a bush where they had been playing, Ziggy appeared atop the baby Luma Beast's back. The minute the baby Luma Beast spotted its papa, it trotted towards the melting sand. The big Luma Beast roared and got a sudden surge of strength. It gave a final surge upward, wrapping its long snout around the limb and began to pull itself out of the melting sand. Yes, Rusty and Willa said. When the Luma Beast was back on solid land, it wrapped its trunk around the baby and Ziggy. Then he plunked Ziggy on his back. Before they knew what was happening, Willa and Rusty were on his back as well. And as the sun was setting and Mama's soft voice traveled across the sky and through the canopies of leaves, they all made their way back to the cove at Dolphin Island.